Yeah, yeah you, you fuck him with some Frankie Muniz. Bring a bucket and a mop for this Frankie Muniz. Give me everything you got for this Frankie Muniz. Fuck you, that was tight. That was that cover of WAP. WAP. Yeah, baby. W-A-P. How do you say the name of the song? WAP. You saying WAP? All right, I've been saying WAP in my head, so that's good. Are you saying uh, WAP? WAP. But I could imagine WAP or W-A-P. Do you just say wet-ass pussy? Well, I think you might be, maybe some people would say WAP because it's a, an acronym. WAP? Uh, yeah, that's true. I'll call it WAP. I think WAP. WAP. It's good. I'm going to call it WAP. That's a satisfying name. WAP. It is good. Hey, this is the Weekly Muniz. Oh, you've read my mind. I was about to say the exact same thing. I'm, I'm Duncan Hayden Bleachmore. Oh, Duncan, we got to stop. Hayden, get out of my head. This is a podcast where we talk about Frankie Muniz every week until we get him on the show. This week, we are reviewing a very special appearance of Frankie Muniz. A very recent appearance. Yeah, we've been doing some more recent stuff, which is good, rather than... Well, he's making a comeback. He's in more and more stuff recently. I can't get enough of that Frankie Muniz stuff. I want him to make a full comeback. What do you think... Hayden, how about this? What is your dream Frankie Muniz role? What character do you think you would love Frankie Muniz to portray more than any other? I want to see him back in TV. I want to see him back on the small screen with a recurring role. Yeah. Maybe a main character or perhaps like a a sub-main character. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe in every second or every every episode or every second episode of a a series. I think that'd be good. I think I was actually I was thinking about this the other day. One of my favorite scenes in all movies, all TV. One of my favorite scenes is the really, really long uh, uh, fight in They Live. <laughs> okay, how's that related to what we're talking about? No, I want Frankie Muniz to be in that. <laughs> but you can't. You can't choose a thing that already exists where he isn't in it. They're they're, they're probably going to remake. I think there's going to be a remake of They Live. Actually. Oh, okay. I okay. want Frankie Muniz in place of uh, what's his name? Rowdy Roddy Piper. And Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, I want him to have a really long punch on with old Kevin, da- uh, old Keith David. So keep Keith David in there. Yeah, Keith David is as he is now. Frankie Muniz. And Frankie Muniz says, I'm telling you, put on the sunglasses or start eating that trash can. And then he punches him and they just keep punching each other. That's good. And there's that weird thing where he's like kneeing him in the balls, but it looks like he's dry humping him. Yeah, good. I would love to see Frankie deliver the line, I came here to chew gum and kick ass and I'm all out of gum. Yeah. That movie is fucking weird. I was watching that. I was watching that. Like, not long ago. That movie is fucking crazy. The, that guy, he finds the glasses. Rowdy Roddy Piper? That they, Rowdy Roddy Piper finds the glasses. Well, in the name, he doesn't actually... In the movie, he doesn't have a name. But yeah, Roddy Piper finds the glasses. He sees that the posters all look crazy. They all have, like, the Obey and the other freaky messages. Mm-hmm. All the people, like, a lot of the people look like aliens. And then he just immediately, without questioning it, just grabs a gun and then just starts shooting these people. Oh my god! I haven't seen the movie, so that's crazy. Like within, it's like within five minutes in the film. Like there's some hints, like he sees he sees someone and they're like they say, "I've got one that can see," and then like it's kind of like hinting there's a conspiracy. But like, what if like he finds glasses? What if he finds glasses that could like detect cancer? And then he just like grabs a shotgun. This motherfucker doesn't know. So that's why I think they should remake it with Frankie Muniz and 
without they, the mass it's murder. All, it's exactly the same. No, with mass murder, but he just okay. clarifies to begin with. He says, excuse me, what's going on? And they just explain the whole alien conspiracy thing. And he's like, ah, I'm, I'm going to kill I you I understand, all now. and I'm yes. warranted in this killing. And I'm not just going off pure rage instinct. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to see Frankie do that. Yeah. Be the they live man. Uh, what are we talking about today? Oh, he was in Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, that's right. The Harley Quinn cartoon. It's an adult swim cartoon, so it's like a mature Cartoon Network cartoon. Yeah, it's like a regular cartoon from Cartoon Network, but they say fuck sometimes. Yeah, they, they do and say that's fuck. that's basically it. That's literally the only difference from a, a TV show that's aimed at 13-year-olds and a TV, this TV show that I guess is aimed at like 25-year-olds, is that they just say fuck and Harley Quinn talks about her nips. Well, I think I, I feel like a lot of Adult Swim cartoons are literally just targeted towards 13-year-olds. Like they say, like adults only, but it's like it's like oh, I don't yeah. know, like Family Guy is like targeted mostly towards kids. That's true. Like it's kids just like they th- they just assume that kids are going to find a way to watch it. Well, they will, especially bloody in this day and age. Oh, this know, bloody day and age. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. It's, it is probably like it's it's MA fifteen plus. What's the equivalent American rating for that? Uh, I don't even know. I think do they have MA fifteen? I don't even know what the fucking ratings are. I don't know. No I'm trying idea. to make it more of a global rating. Basically, in in fifteen Australia, plus is pretty self explanatory. It has to be fifteen yeah. years. Mature audiences, fifteen years plus. It's like restricted though. So if you wanted to see this at the movies, they wouldn't let you in without showing ID. Except I, I was watching. I didn't. I didn't take. I didn't pay any notice to the ratings or anything like that. I was watching this cartoon and I just thought it was like a Saturday morning cartoon and then she's like, what the fuck? And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's quite jarring. I wasn't expecting it either. It's because like, it's not terribly funny either. Yeah, wait, wait, we're, we're blowing our load early, Duncan. Let's let's save that for when we actually get into it. Actually, yeah, I'm blowing my load really early. Just let's like Let's stop usual. this load blowing and let's... Uh... Just, Getting to some Frankie, uh, fucking what do you call it? Breaking Muniz. Let's just recoup our load and then we'll blow it again later. Yeah, let's suck it all back up. <laughs> all right, the all right, load's suck back up your in load. me. Uh, I'm loaded up. I'm ready to blow this load. <laughs> I like that we're getting all high and mighty. Like, oh, this this TV is a bit crass for no reason. And we're talking <laughs> about sucking sucking our loads back up. Anyway, this is the Breaking Muniz. All right. Breaking Muniz. All right, Hayden, what do you got for me? All right. A little while ago, Frankie Muniz tweeted, uh, Oh, yeah, baby. Go Arizona Coyotes. Howl, yeah. Howl, yeah? With a W? Hashtag hashtag howl, yeah, because they're coyotes, and they howl. That's cool. That's basically the only thing he's tweeted recently that we haven't talked about. Okay. Awesome. I'm into it. So... That concludes <laughs> Breaking Muniz. Uh, and okay, I'm looking on Twitter, good. and uh, what is tweeting right now is Lizzo is over party. Apparently, Lizzo's getting cancelled. Really? Don't I, know why. Why is that? I don't know. I think Jeff Bezos posted something about Lizzo. Who cares, honestly? Hang on, let me let me Okay, I, I just I just found the I just found the, the tweet. Jeff Bezos official. He said, I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm one hundred percent at Ligo Lizzo's biggest fan. Oh yuck. Yeah. Maybe that's why Lizzo's getting cancer because everyone hates Bezos. Is it Bezos? Bezos. What do they what do you say? Bezos. 
Well, let's not talk about him. He makes me mad and sad. Uh, I don't want to talk. I don't want to bring the vibe down because I will bring the vibe down. He's got too much <laughs> money. About Bezos. Yeah, okay, okay. I know, dude. I know, I know. It makes me mad. Do you, uh, now uh, I'm uh, thinking uh, about it, Duncan. During Fuck. These, during, I'm in a bad mood. During these like Black Lives Matter protests, someone brought a fucking a functional guillotine to his house and just set it up in his <laughs> front yard. Fuck, that's good. You know he could feasibly stop climate change if he wanted to. Yeah, he could just do. Like, he has enough money to stop climate change. He'd have to like liquidate all his shit, but he has feasibly enough money to. And also, he has feasibly enough money to end hunger. And also homelessness in America. And he just, like, go down in history as the guy who, like, saved the world. I don't know why you wouldn't want to. Like, every, being the richest man, is that's great. Good title. But you've already got it. Why not just fucking liquidate all your shit and save the world? Why would you not want to do that? That would be... You'd go down and... Yeah, what you were saying. They'd build statues of you everywhere. That's such a... That's a way better legacy. Looking at it from, like, a selfish angle, which I assume Jeff Bezos is a very selfish person, uh, that's, like, a way better legacy. Right? Yeah, exactly. You'd have fucking statues all over the world because you fucking stopped climate change and ended world hunger. He has that much... I don't know if he could do both, but uh, he could maybe do one of them. You know what I'd do if I had all that money? I, I was actually thinking about this. I don't even, I don't actually need that much money to do this, but here's my plan what I want mm. to happen to my body after I die. <laughs> oh wait, can I guess? Yes. It's is the hint it's very expensive. Are you going to be shut up into space and become a satellite? Very close. What are you doing? I do want to be shut up into space. Great. I think it would be cheaper if it were, if it wasn't my whole body, if it was just my head from the neck up just my head <laughs> because i looked i was looked at Fuck the spacex yeah. website and it's you they charge you by weight so i think like per kilogram i just want my head sent into space i'd want it sent mm-hmm. to europa which is a moon of jupiter that mimics earth's climate closer than any other planetoid in the solar system even isn't Mars. it all frozen though no no no, because it's it doesn't it's it's like um it's not in the goldilocks zone like from um it's not in the right distance from from the sun but it's it's close enough to jupiter that's got the radiant heat from jupiter because jupiter is a gas giant so it's, it's, cool. it, it emanates this like exothermic reaction i don't know exactly how it works but europa is in that goldilocks spot and you could theoretically like terraform europa so i want my head to just be launched to europa from a cannon and just chilling on yep. europa and then hopefully like fungus will evolve and then like and then and then there'll be like a little civilization based on oh you'll start life yeah i'll be like god that's a good that's a good plan dude and it will only cost like a hundred thousand dollars you reckon because they yeah i don't know if nasa would let you though which is not it's it's a lot of money but it's not like a crazy absurd amount of money you could you could people retire with a lot more than that you know if you saved up all your little pennies and put them in like an index fund or something yeah you can you you got time hopefully before you kick it yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, that's feasible. Buy some Bitcoin. I don't think uh, I just said before that NASA wouldn't let you do it, but I think space is basically fair game to anyone that wants to. Like, no one. It's maritime law. I think it's just fucking. Well, well, like, is NASA gonna like jump up in in front of the rocket and just like like decambe it out of the way or something? No, no. They couldn't legally do that. You'd see them in court. I'd sue them for you. I don't even think they could practically do that. Like, what if I just didn't tell anyone and we just, like, launched the rocket up one day? Oh, Who yeah. else is going to launch a rocket fast enough to a- outrun my rocket firstly? Well, I think you'd have to file some permits because I think once you're in space, it's free game. But I think what, passing through the atmosphere, you're probably going to pass through 
airspace. Yeah, and I don't want to nick any any like passenger aircraft or anything like that. I'm trying to get my head on on Europa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd probably have to fill out some permits for that bit, for that bit. But then the rest of it, yeah, that's that's all. Yeah, good. so that's my plan. That's a great. That's a great idea. Thank you. Frankie Muse would have enough money to do that. Oh, totally. Oh man, he should do that. Okay, I want him to do that. That'd be way better than if I did that. That'd be a way greater legacy. And then, like, Frankie Muniz would become, uh, maybe he wouldn't, but could p- possibly become Europa's god because the fungus that evolves from it. Why has no one done this uh, yet? Why has no one b- wanted to become Europa's god? Just like seeding, seeding life. Damn. Okay, no, let's not release this podcast because I don't want anyone to find out my idea. <laughs> Why Why hasn't anyone just dumped a bunch of shit into Europa just trying to seed life? Are they worried they're going to fuck up the already delicate ecosystem that's there? That's probably the answer, isn't it? What else is there? There's nothing there. There's like ice. That's it. Well, we don't know that, though. Well, we can't find that out unless we just go launch some shit up there and see what happens. See if they launch some shit back. I don't know if this is Europa, but there's a... I think it is. But there's a moon of Venus that... Oh, Jupiter, sorry. Which uh, is ice on top... But there's thermal vents, and so the water underneath is warm and liquid, which is like how life starts. That's what life usually starts in oh, the damn. water. That might be Europa. And becomes little, or maybe it's becomes little single cell bits, and then they become little planktony bits, and then they become little fucking toady little bits, and then they become fish, and then they become fish with legs, and then they become fucking little dogs, and they become full grown men. In that order. In that order, nothing in between. Look, we're really on a fucking tangent here, Duncan. Uh, we're supposed to be keeping these episodes... Because... Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn. Okay, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, Okay, what All happens right. in this episode? I watched it like a week ago in preparation, but then we ended up nudging this episode back to make room for the other episode. So, yeah. remind me what happens. So, Harley Quinn, uh, it's a DC, obviously, cartoon. It's about Harley Quinn, the Joker's wife. <laughs> That's not true. That's not a correct no, statement. I think, I think they're married um, in the... You know, you know, Harley Quinn appeared first in the Batman animated series, not the comics. Yeah, she's a, a complete like she's a, she's a cartoon creation, not a, not a comic creation. Yeah. So I think I probably I'm assuming this because it's a female character and it's from a cartoon, not comic books. But I'm assuming there's probably a lot of backlash to Harley Quinn as a character. How so? What do you mean? It's just because nerds hate women. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> generally. Oh yeah. And yes. because it was a woman that it was a woman character that wasn't uh, from the comics. So it's it's an inauthentic woman character. Yuck. Well, the entire the entire point of like putting her in was like was like the Joker's not sexy enough. We need the Joker to be sexy. <laughs> so, oh, was it? Yeah, it was like it was like a, that was the entire appeal of making that character and putting it in. It's cool how she's evolved as a character in the general zeitgeist because she's like the whole the whole premise. I've only watched it one episode, but the premise is she's broken up with the Joker and she's finding herself in this episode specifically. Her and her ragtag troop of friends, uh, she fr- like literally freezes up and has like his sort of panic. Oh yeah, yeah, she has a panic attack and she freezes. She in sort space. of forgets how like who she is or or what she's about. She's a real identity crisis. Fr- literally freezes up and then Doctor Psycho, who's part of the ragtag group. There's Doctor Psycho, who's a small uh, brain man. He's sort of he's he's voiced by Buster um, uh, Rhymes. Well, Buster. Bluth. Bust- oh, he is too. From, uh, Arrested Development. There you go. Um, he sort of has a real Doctor N vibes from Crash Bandicoot. What was his name? Oh yeah, that guy. I can't remember what his name is. 
But yeah, yeah. So 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 she freezes because of like a panic attack, mm-hmm. and he says, "We all need to." What is it like? Go into her brain. Zap inside of her brain. So it's like a weird inside out, like Pixar inside out sort of thing, where they're exploring the inside of her brain or her consciousness. Yeah. So it's Mister Psycho. He's leading leading the expedition. Uh, the Sandman is in there. Uh, no, that's Clayface. Oh, oh, Sandman is uh, Marvel, isn't he? No, I think there's a, I think there's a there's a Sandman. Well, Sandman's a Spidey like a villain. Marvel Sandman, and there's also two different Sandmen in DC Comics. Weird. Uh, so Clayface, I yeah. guess, but he is basically a big lump of clay that can transform. There's a big shark man. Uh, he's seventy percent shark, thirty percent man. He's fun. Uh, and who else? Oh, Poison Ivy as well, is And Poison Ivy, who we all know and love from Batman. From um, from Batman and Robin, where we played <laughs> by Uma Thurman. Yes. Sorry, Ivy. <laughs> Plastic lips. It's a great bit. Uh, Robin just fucking tricks Ivy. You know, I was thinking about that the other day, actually. The plastic lips when she kisses him with a poison kiss, but then he has plastic lips. And he lips. peels his lips off. He's he like, sorry. Like a, it's like he has a condom just on his lips. Mm. But do you think Do you think they they just guessed that she had the poison kiss power and were like, let's make some plastic lips. That's a great idea. I think or they... do you think they just had plastic lips lying around? Oh, I reckon they repurposed some glad wrap. <laughs> I don't know how custom made these lips were. I think they were just bits of fucking with like a with like a glue stick. I think the, the, they would have got a glue stick, cut out some lip strips, and then got a hair dryer to like <laughs> melt it slightly to contour to Robin's lips. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. And then as soon as he kissed him, peeled them off, and uh, said, "Sorry, poison ivy, plastic lips. You're done for." Plastic lips are immune to your charm. Mm-hmm. You have clearly haven't seen the scene recently enough. Is that what he says? He says plastic lips are immune to your charm. Oh, it's a shame. Even though, even though when he's still within, when he's still within kissing range of her, so she could just kiss him. Yeah, she could just go for a peck, a peck. Yeah, it's like it's like if someone shoots you with a gun and then you say sorry, buddy, and then you take off your bulletproof <laughs> yeah, vest. I've got a bulletproof vest on. They're immune to your bullets. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm just gonna walk slowly out of here. And just like kind of chilling within shooting range. Yeah. For like a, a minute after. Just like, that. hey, I got you, dude. You fucking shot me. I'm wearing the vest. Oh man, don't you feel silly? Anyway, what what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing after this? <laughs> All right, let's go. Um, so they they're in Harley's brain. They're looking through her memories, and a lot of Joker there. And Joker's like popping up, being like. And, and everyone's like, "Oh, Harley Quinn!" And also, Harley Quinn's like subconscious is there, so they're all together again. Oh yeah, so it's like it's like she has a repressed memory about the Joker, and she wants to go find yeah some this answers. bit that she's repressed. And, and while they're searching around her brain, uh, versions of her from her past are trying to attack them as the brain's self defense mechanism. So like little girl Harley Quinns are attacking the the gang. And the rules are if you, you know what if I you really die really the, bugs me about this. Right, and in the rules, was like the, when they were right, going right. back and looking at. And if the rules, I'm are, interrupting you. Yeah, the, the the I'm almost done. Hayden, I'm interrupting you right now. And the rules are: if you die in the brain, you die in real life. Hayden, I'm going to interrupt you right there. Do it. What really bugs me about this was when when they saw Harley Quinn's memories of her as like an 11 year old. Mm. They kept they said this joke like two or maybe three times, where they said like, "Man, I thought you, uh, I, oh, what is yeah. it? You've always I, I, been this fucked fuck? up." Yeah, you've always been fucked up and crazy. They said that. Like, man, it's good to know that you've always been crazy ever since you were a little girl. And they, like, keep making jabs at the fact that she's, like, crazy and, like, psycho and, and whatever. Yeah. But she never actually, like, the character Harley Quinn, she never actually does anything 
crazy or psycho or whatever. Well, wasn't she like originally a psychologist? Yeah, but those they'll, they'll say like they'll say like callbacks to her. Like she'll be like, "Man, remember when I murdered that baby or something like that?" I, oh, and mur- then, murdered and, the but, girl that spread a rumor that she was fucked by a horse. That's an actual joke in there. Oh yeah, that's funny. Mm. But like in the show, like you, when you see her in the present day, she just she speaks like she just acts like not crazy. She doesn't do anything like that bizarre. She seems like a normalish person. She seems like very well attuned. She can't find the memory of her origin story where the Joker she jumps into the vat of acid with the Joker and becomes Harley Quinn. Uh, and then there's like they have to go into her subconscious to find it because the memory's missing. Yeah, which wasn't the initial thing in the episode like they just go in there to yeah they they go into her brain to try and unfreeze her but then she's like oh let's do this other thing yeah let's just go while we're here uh and then we happen to be in my subconscious uh they actually before they get to the subconscious maybe uh they're in some abandoned fairground and they're getting chased by a bunch of little demon tiny harley quins like a hundred of them uh and they get surrounded and then out of the shadows pops a shadowy figure in a black cape and they say, come with me if you want to live. And they narrowly escape. And it turns out that hooded figure is Frankie Muniz. Played- Frankie Muniz. Not playing anyone, just Frankie Muniz as Frankie Muniz. Which yeah. I thought was awesome. So it's a cameo, I guess, not a role. Anyway, he's only in one Maybe. scene. He's in it for like 45 seconds, which is a healthy dosage of Frankie Muniz. It's compared to what we're used to. It's a solid dollop of Frankie Muniz. Mm. Um. And so basically the, the joke is that when Harley Quinn was 11, she fell madly in love with Frankie Muniz. And so he's deep in her subconscious and in her brain, Frankie Muniz saves her. Uh, and they talk for a bit and it's voiced by Frankie Muniz and he's Frankie Muniz. And they talk about how he's Frankie Muniz. And then that's it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then they go to oh, where... No, he, sub- say, he says, because it's in her imagination. So he says some like fun Frankie Muniz things that she wants to hear rather than stuff that's actually true. Oh, yeah. He's like, like, oh, and by the way, whenever you were looking up at that poster of me on your wall, I was looking right back every time. And she's like, I knew it. Harley Quinn made a super creepy joke too. He's like, well, when I was 11, my plan was I was going to kidnap him, wait till we were pubescent, tell him I was on the pill, and then lie about being on the pill and then have his baby. It's like, oh my god! You're talking about an 11 year old boy. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, I get that it's supposed to be like, oh Harley Quinn, she's twisted. Ooh, what? She'll say anything. She's so crazy. But it's like, fuck. Actually, yeah, you're right. I take back the thing I said before. She was like, I, I, I always had this fantasy about kidnapping and molesting a teenager. Yeah, and she said, she didn't say wait till they were legal. She said wait till they were pubescent before she tricks him into getting her pregnant. So that's like probably like 15, right? Probably, just about, yeah. I, didn't, I don't know weird. when Frankie Muniz hit puberty, but yeah. It sat weird. It was supposed to be a creepy joke. Like, they were, that was what they were after. But it was still a creepy thing to say. <laughs> and I wasn't, I didn't love it, you know? I've, I've grown it's somewhat. back to me now, actually. I've grown somewhat protective of Frankie Muniz. It's crazy that he probably would have signed off on that joke. So I guess he's fine with it. He would have yeah. seen the script. That's true. Although they never record like VO sessions together, so they could have changed the script. Maybe he was only sent his lines. Yeah, they probably fucked with him. Maybe. Who knows? It was just a weird vibe about it. You know what really frustrated me? What I'm, what I'm just remembering now is one of the notes that I made when I was watching this, was that the King Shark doesn't actually have a character. 
He's just kind of there. Yeah, King Shark is the big shark man, and he sort of is. Hey, I'm a big shark. Ha 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 ha. What are the characters? So there's so there's Harley Quinn. She's the protagonist. There's Poison Ivy, and she's like the angsty, the best kind friend. of like rude and crude, um, yep. best friend. Yeah, uh, Clayface. He's like the very dramatic actor guy. Yeah, he's an actor he, in he, this, which I thought he's was constantly fun. making like references to like Shakespeare and Hamlet and he and speaks like this, like an actor yes. would, like all actors do. Mm. Uh, Doctor Psycho. He's like very like aggressive and like ad- like agitated all the time. Sort of creepy. Yeah, kind of uh, kind of creepy. Angry. Um, and that's and it. King, oh, shark King Shark just kind of says shark things sometimes. He's a, he's a big uh, shark man, and that's the extent of his character in this episode anyway. I remember one line when he's like, when, when they're like surrounded by shark-infested <laughs> waters, and then he's swimming through with them on his back, and he's like, mm. wow, what a coincidence I happen to be a shark man. And then, that, <laughs> and, and, like, that was basically it. Yeah, a lot of uh, there's a lot of meta humor in this too, which I don't like. It's just at the best of times meta humor. Even when it's done well, I think it sucks. Because it's like you don't have to tell me I'm watching a show. You don't have to make jokes about watching a show because I know. Very seldom does it actually land. I you don't have to try and make me aware that I'm watching a show because I'm already aware. Like when, like, well, like when they're surrounded by creepy teenage or creepy adolescent Harley Quinns and mm. Clayface is like, I think we could really do with some Deus Ex Machina right now. And then, and then they get Frankie saved by some Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. Like that's like, I don't care. Uh, it's not, <laughs> that doesn't, that, uh, it just doesn't do anything for me. It's like, have you seen fuck Deadpool? Yeah. Like the first Deadpool, there's a bit where he looks at the camera and goes, and he breaks the fourth wall. And then he does it again, and he's like, oh my god, was that a fourth wall break inside a fourth wall break? Epic meta, bro, or whatever he fucking says. And it just makes me want to fucking throw up. <laughs> oh no, he says, that's like, that's like 16 walls. What, what does he say? Oh, uh, well that's a better, that's a, maybe, I don't know. Eight walls, I guess, would make sense. I guess if it's time, if it's cubed. Cubed, sure. He explains it. He explains it's that it's cubed in the, in the th- yeah. third, fourth wall break. Just not, there's not, fuck, it just makes me want to throw up. <laughs> I know, like I know I'm watching a movie, you don't have to tell me It's not clever, everyone Everyone knows You forget that you're you're watching You genuinely think that you're there with Deadpool And you're like, yeah. oh shit, sorry, I forgot about that It's so lazy, like anyone Can do it, like it's it's so It makes me so mad because it's Like anyone can, it's not really A joke, it's just pointing out What everyone already knows and people I think what annoys me more is that people fucking froth it People love it People are like, have you seen Deadpool? He talks to the cinema. Hey, I see you sitting there in your car listening to this podcast right now. I bet yeah. you're really enjoying listening to this podcast right now. Well, that's different because podcasts are mediums that are we're not. I think we're aware so. that we're on a podcast, unless we're yeah. unless it's like the Truman Show and we happen to not know that we're in a program. Oh, that could be interesting. What a fun concept! You know what? I, I always thought I've always wondered what would happen if Truman. Like killed someone. Yeah, I don't know if he would. Like his life just kind of steered in that direction where he just he just incidentally happened to be in a situation where he was who was forced to commit murder. What do you mean? Well, would, would 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 he would he go to prison? Like, would they take him out of the show and put him in prison, or would that just make like really good television? Well, the thing is, they steer his life. They control every single little millisecond of his life, so they would never allow that to happen where he's put in a situation where it's kill or be killed. You know. What if what if he turns out to be like a psychopath? 
What if he chooses to kill? <laughs> well, like there's cameras know. on him at all times, so they'd probably see him planning it, or at least like fantasizing about it. That's true. That's I true. think they'd be able to stop it. They get a they'd get a a guy, unless it was completely out of nowhere. Yeah, what if he hit someone with his car? Does he drive? What if he just <laughs> yeah, fucking? He does. He does. What if he try? What if he commits a hit and run? What if he like tries to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He like runs over a dog or something and then fucking runs away and has like an existential crisis and like fuck I'm the kind of person who does a hit and run. I always read hit and runs in the news and be like, who could do that? But I could do that. Ah. Except you're watching him. Oh Jesus. Yeah, That'd man. be fucking sick. That's like a Black Mirror episode right there. Hey, that's probably all these reasons are probably why this hasn't been done in real life. <laughs> <laughs> why well, they haven't wasted money on the on a Truman show sized studio. Yeah, and buying a baby and the life rights to a child. Oh yeah, true. Mm. Um well that was basically Frankie Muniz's appearance as him. He comes in as the what do you Deus ex machina? Deus ex machina. Fuck, Deus Ex Machina, not Deuce. He was the second Ex Machina. <laughs> the two Ex Machina. After that first Ex Machina that you missed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he saves Harley Quinn. They talk about how Frankie Muniz loves Harley Quinn and it's all his subconscious and stuff. And then he goes away, but then Clayface turns into Frankie Muniz to... Oh, so like attracts the, attracts the tiny Harley Quinns. Yeah, the group of 11-year-old Harley Quinns that are trying to kill them. But it doesn't have Frankie's voice. It has Clayface's actor voice. Do you think Clayface? I'm not going to say it. But do you think Clayface? No, he didn't. What? What? Run, run me through your thoughts. Just Duncan. considering the weird fucking jokes that they made earlier in that episode, where Harley Quinn was like totally willing to molest a child. Well, she would also be a child in that plan. To be fair, that's true. But she is an ad- But she is an adult talking about tricking a 15-year-old boy into getting herself pregnant. But it was in... Like, she's talking about it from the context where she was also a kid. Okay, so Clayface is, Clayface is running around trying adamantly not to get raped by a bunch of 11-year-olds. <laughs> I don't know about that. They were just fangirling. The show is... It's, I really don't like all the, all the hypotheticals this show brings up. Mm. Uh, I've only seen one episode, to be fair, and I've heard very good things about the season as a whole. Yeah. So maybe this episode was a bit of a dud and the rest of the season is good. But it feels like, yeah, I don't know. Do you, ever, do, you ever, really... do you ever show someone like a TV show that you really love and then you show them the one shit episode? Yeah, and you're like, oh, this is really falling flat. I, and it feels like you're bombing with the show. <laughs> <laughs> like you're so committed to them being impressed. Like you take it personally. You're watching them the entire time. You're like, huh? 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 It's like, the, it's like the Christmas episode of Ben 10. It's like... <laughs> oh, but you had to have no. That's a callback. You won't get that. That's actually funny. That's actually funny if you've seen the whole thing. Oh, re- remember, remember that because you got you got to watch the rest of the show. though you got to watch the rest of the show. But remember that. That's really important. <laughs> but you got to watch the rest of the show. Yeah, that comes back later. You know what I've been watching? What? Glee. No, don't watch Glee. The show, Why? The show's the best. It's great. Have you heard about the Glee curse? Yeah, a bunch of actors have died or something. Well, <laughs> probably shouldn't have brought it up. Probably a bit too dark. Might edit that one out. <laughs> <laughs> edit that one out if you know you know if you don't know google it if you want to be sad but otherwise uh, when i'm not thinking about all that stuff glee is a great show i watched it sort of like it was in the background of my life a lot because my mom and my sister watched it and it seemed tedious and annoying and too many people were singing too often i remember seeing it playing in the background and like thinking this is dumb 
and like some of the song and dance routines run a little long and i'm kind of like yeah i could do without this but some of them are fucking bops yeah i always got very bored of it uh you know what i love acapella i love it and i refuse to apologize i think about this all the time duncan our drama teacher in high school told me that uh the secret to just putting any emotion into anything that's theatrical is just adding music, and the music does literally all of the heavy lifting. <laughs> and so I think about that. That glee is just, they're, they're not really acting. They're singing the songs that are made to be that emotion and already achieve that goal. So it's like they don't really put the effort in. Yeah, I feel like they, they don't really, they don't just like pepper... They don't just like pepper in songs like randomly. They, I feel like they, they songs. work them up. They work up to it, so they're like kind of bringing up like a romance arc or whatever, or like, and then like working mm. it through the story. And then just before they're about to say something really meaningful, then they just play a song that has to do with that specific romance arc. Yeah, they're like, oh, Leah Michelle is angry at this guy. Uh, well, let's do some writing, but then really, all the her all the showing of the emotion will be through the song that we didn't write. I guess it's not bad acting, it's bad writing. It works like a fucking charm. <laughs> That's the thing, it does. Like, it works. It does. You're acting, you're acting like, just because it's lazy, it, like, doesn't work. It fucking works. It's a great show. No, I'm not trying to... I'm very, very negative today. I don't know why. I think it's because you started talking about Jeff Bezos. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I pissed oh. you off. Things aren't... Everything's bad, but, you know, if you like stuff, that's fine. And do what you want, and who cares? That's my two cents. <laughs> on on <laughs> life in general. <laughs> Duncan, moving on. How do you rate Frankie's appearance in this? Not the episode as a whole, oh. but how do you... Actually, no, let's, let's rate the episode as a whole. Yes. And then maybe we'll just focus on Frankie's appearance. Okay. As a whole, two clay faces out of five clay faces. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking something pretty similar. I was going to give it uh, two... Uh, teenage Harley Quinns chasing after a clay face Frankie Muniz out of a possible five. Okay. That's the episode as a whole. Uh, Frankie Muniz's appearance, his voice work, yep. his acting. Uh, I'm going to give it a million out of a million. Yeah, I'm g- I was going to give it a similar score. I was going to give it actually a, um, a 188.7 billion out of 188.7 <laughs> billion. Oh, God. That's... Uh... Yeah. Which happens to be Jeff Bezos' net worth, but not just a sheer coincidence. Yeah, I figured it out, Duncan. <laughs> hey, Duncan, would you like to play a game with me? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Frankie, fact or fiction? It's a game, Duncan, where I tell you a Frankie fact and a Frankie fiction. You have to figure out which one is which. Fuck yeah. When did Frankie Muniz win the Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Award for Favorite Television Actor? Was it 2002 or 2004? 2002. For for Malcolm in the Middle. 2002. 2002, locking that in? Yes. Wrong, it was 2004. Shit. Yeah, dummy. Damn it. Uh, Well, that's the episode, I guess. Okay, that's it. (laughs) All right. Um... Oh, yeah, this one hopefully will be short. We've been trying to keep them short, but it hasn't been working out for us, but we'll see. We just love talking. We just love bullshit. We okay, just so love how, how about this? How about this? How about uh, give us some tent, send us some emails, uh, we, theweeklymuners at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We made an oath to read out every email we receive. We're going to read all of them no matter what. We're going to read any email you send to us, so just send it up and you'll get on the show, guaranteed. 
with the exception of just abhorrent racism. But yeah. we haven't got any of that yet. No. No. Well, well, there is some. There is a cap on it. You know, we're not going to read out some fucked up shit. But our, our listeners wouldn't do that. They're all right, you know? Yeah, well, they haven't done it yet. Uh, I'm on at Twitter. No. Oh, fuck, what am I saying? I'm on Twitter at Hayden Bleach and on Instagram. Would you believe it? At the same handle across two platforms. Damn. Now, now that is consistency. What a brand. You must have paid some serious dollars to get to get those Twitter handles. Uh, you want to plug anything, Duncan? No. All right. Aside from the weekly meters, the, the, we have Twitter, we have Facebook. We do not have Instagram. Um, but yeah, reach out, get in touch. We're still doing a we're still doing a follow for follow if you follow us on Instagram. I mean, uh, on uh, Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. We'll follow you back. Stay Frankie. Stay Frankie, everyone.